Let's give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, oh, that was cool. So, uh, make sure my hat's <laughs> straight. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, Tuesday morning. I thought we we're, we're Oh, look at that. Hey, look at that. Someone's on, way like, ahead. right when we start. Way ahead. All right. That was good. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, starting, uh, we're starting right on time. And we got Mike Cassidy in. And Mike Cassidy's, um, he's a CrossFitter first uh, i think were, were you crossfitting before you joined the ymca no okay. oh no 30 years with the ymca 30 oh, years so wow. not crossfitter first <laughs> wow okay so yeah wow 30 years with the ymca close holy, holy close. smokes this cross it was a thing back then this is the kind of research back. that the prs all day podcast does before they come on <laughs> we wait until the guest is here before we ask them about who they are and what they're doing um but it was cool because so well, 30 years. Okay, good. So then I chose, I did choose the appropriate cover picture. Uh, Jamie, flash that back. All right. So this is the, if you can put that up, can you put that up? Yeah, look at that. So that's like the tough guy. You look serious. You're in shape. You look like a CE. You look like a COO right there. That was the one because I debated um, because there's, there, you know, I go online. What I do is I look for pictures. So I do like a Google search of pictures. I, go to LinkedIn. There's not much on you on LinkedIn. Um, and then I, um, um, and I, and then I, what I do is then I have to black back out the screen, which is actually pretty easy. So I'm the, I'm the guy that does all that stuff. Um, and then I put the picture in the thing and I was debating, I'm like, well, this guy's COO and I'm not sure who's going to see this picture. Um, and so I thought that this one might be, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so depending upon how this podcast goes today, it might be it one of the other. on the actual thumbnail. Yeah, <laughs> is, is what the th thumbnail. <laughs> this might be the thumbnail. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we, uh, but we got Mike here, and and I've known Mike now for pro what probably a year. About a year. Yeah, we a year ago we met. Um, but we've, you know, we've in an operator in, in the same city for many years. Um, and I, I guess, you know, what I'd like to start with is it before, before we get into the YMCA stuff, because YMCA stuff is what obviously what fascinates me is just, you know, having a gym with, uh, with hundreds of members is to talk to someone that's in a gym and a community because YMCA is really a big family community with tens of thousands of members that just blows my mind um with multiple locations so i, I want to talk about that and i think as i think other affiliate owners would like to like to hear about that too so that i thought that would be fun to to have you on and talk about that we're um kind of brothers of a sort in that we um kind of grew up in crossfit very close by mm -hmm. so mike started at uh crossfit walnut creek uh, which then later became Edge for Life um, in Concord when they lost their space and sadly in downtown Walnut Creek because they had a cool spot. It, 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 I, I admired your spot because when we first started out, we started out in a garage too, but your yeah. guys' garage was twice as big as our garage. Because <laughs> <laughs> we started in Walnut Creek too originally. Oh, you did you really? You call yours a garage? I thought it was a shed. Yeah, it was <laughs> a shed. So we, that's what we called it was the shed and it was, uh, it was 700 square feet. 
and it was right there where the Dorito uh, Volkswagen is. Dorito Brothers Volkswagen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're right. We were right. Well, back behind. Yeah, back behind them yeah. up on that little hill there, a little shed place. And you guys were in downtown Walnut Creek. Yeah. Their location was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it, how many, it, do you remember how big that was? I don't remember how many members they had. Yeah. Um, how about square footage though? Definitely over a hundred. Yeah. Uh, um, that square footage is probably what? 1100 maybe, yeah. maybe a thousand. Yeah. yeah it's, it's tough to measure. And they had, what was cool is they had big roll up garage doors. Like the whole thing was yeah, kind of open. open. You guys did your runs like what out and around like Locust yeah. street and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Awesome. So that's yeah, the worst 400 meters in Walnut Creek. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah because theirs was like so walnut creek if for those that don't know walnut creek's now kind of like the trendy town that people in san francisco downtown come to yeah. dinner it's got all the all the boutique stores we've got a nordstrom down there now we got Saks fifth avenue it's and then a uh what is it uh family fitness or fitness uh what's the big fitness center that's moved in down oh, there lifetime. life fitness life, lifetime. Life, yeah, they, yeah lifetime fitness. That up. yeah yeah, se- seventy thousand square feet. It's yep. go- it's gorgeous. Oh, have you been in it? <laughs> yeah, it's really? gorgeous. It is. Isn't How's the it? rooftop pool? It's 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 stunning. And really? Yeah, you you have to give it to the architects and the designers that designed that. Their finishes. I mean, it's yeah. Should, That's wild. Something like that. So when that first was announced uh, about four or five years ago, I was like, oh no, man, I don't like. I don't need. You know, don't worry about one. them as a competition, but it's really not really competition to to who we are and what we do. No, it's a um, it, it's kind of a spa first, right? Um, okay, it's like a club sport, yeah. Essentially, it's a, it's without the hotel. Yeah, it's got the spa ish. It's got the spa ish uh, types of activities. Interesting. It's, yeah, yoga yeah. at a high at a high price. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know? Do you, can you give us an idea what like? So, do you have to pay an initiation fee? I don't know. Probably. I don't know what the probably. Rate. Yeah. Yeah. I know at Club Sport because I know I talked with somebody that I worked with at Club Sport. And that right. was something that we're concerned about. Or Bay Club was now. whether or not there was going to be um, an initiation fee. Yeah. And, and Bay Club had like a seven hundred dollar initiation fee okay. for families and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would imagine they would probably have a. a... And th- their idea is there's they want you in, they want you in um dining they want you in drinking yep. they want you doing spa services oh yeah and by the way if you want to work out we got places to work out but they don't have parking well do, do, <laughs> well, what the they do they do got that free thing yeah they? Did, do didn't they, they have didn't free they access inst- to the macy's okay, parking so lot th- that's what i wanted to ask you right so this is a gym that's in downtown walnut creek which is kind of central to where we are so I would say if they were miles away, they're probably five miles away from where we are right here in this location. So, it, you know, ordinarily I'd be like, oh, crap, I'm going to lose members to Lifetime Fitness because they've got. Oh, now you do. Oh, yeah. Now I disconnected my, my mic um, because they've got, you know, stuff that we child care, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Professional child care. We, we've got a room that says free range children. With a with a very with a very loose gate, it really does say free <laughs> fact. And we tell parents TV. where we are, Mike is not zoned for childcare. That was some the one reason why uh, many of our members went over to the YMCA in Pleasant Hill. Got it, because there's childcare there. Yeah. So Lifetime's got that. But the, my question, I guess, for you is, do do CrossFit gyms do, does Diablo need to worry about a Lifetime Fitness in terms of membership? you know, thieving membership. Are they just going to make CrossFit over there at their place, their version of CrossFit? I, you know, it's, 
it's probably two different markets. Um, yeah. and, and when you look at the CrossFit model and methodology, we're very <laughs> results biased mm -hmm. where I think lifetime is, it's really the place to be seen. Oh, and that's, it, we're, yeah, that's, we're, that is different, right? That's yeah. A good, that's a really good point. We're a little yeah. different environment. It's almost like a country club type of setting. Like you said, with dining, yeah. they have alcohol at the pool, mm. um, and things like that. I think there's a, um, you know, they have the health component, but it's more of a lifestyle where we have a, you know, the CrossFit lifestyle or right, you know, ours the YMCA is... lifestyle are very, very different. My, um, a good friend of mine's sister was the manager of a, a like an Olympic club in Los Gatos, California. Oh, okay. No, same, club, yeah. same kind of like a club sport kind yeah. of thing, right? So they've got swimming, they got dining, they got everything there. And she told me that the fitness pool, I was at a barbecue at his house and we i was talking to her about her business and i go she, she says well the fitness portion of it like is that is the it's like a fraction of the 17 percent of oh, the wow. revenues wow 17 percent of the revenues that's wild. like 60 percent of the revenues was catering events and dining and alcohol and then there was other stuff that so that's where call it a that's health where club yeah <laughs> yeah, that's where their margin sits. It would be yeah. interesting, though, to find out what the margin is on that 17% versus... Yeah. yeah. Essentially, it's just space and equipment. Right. Yeah. Maybe it, a few trainers it, here and there. It's... I get it, right? So you want it, You want a place where you can drop the kids off, and then you can go do yoga. Yep. You want a place where the kids can get dropped off, and then you can go to the pool. And I, my wife and I, when we were down in Austin, Texas, we belonged to the neighborhood golf club. And it was nice to go there and have dinner and then just say, yeah, put it on my tab. And then until you get that bill, because <laughs> it's a variable bill and you get it and you have to pay that bill at the end of the month. We're like, oh, whoa, we drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We'd have friends over and you have friends over and they'll go, well, let's go to a club because you kind of want to show off that yeah. you're members of a club and you go yeah, to the club. You don't have to cook. And yeah, no. And then, and then you're just like, no, 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 no. Do we, do we have to pay anything? I know you don't pay anything here. I just, I just, I just, it goes on the tab and then you get the bill. You're like, you know, you want to hit oh, up, you do pay for something here. Right. Then you want to hit up your friends. Hey, <laughs> you remember know, that time. Remember where we went? Yeah. That actually did cost us something. <laughs> and you go out, it was best to you go out and you play golf and that you're, um, you didn't have to pay for the actual golf, but then you put, you know, all the drinks on the course too. Yeah. And you got your buddies out there, but that kind of stuff adds up. It does. But I could see, it's interesting you say that about the different markets. There are people that, that in Wallach, there's definitely a crowd. The Danville. Lafayette. Yeah. It'll want to be seen. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a magnet for, um, you know, the folks that are looking for that kind of, right. That kind of venue. Um, you know, when you, when you look at my career, it's all about inflection points. Uh huh. The biggest and one of the biggest inflection points was in 96 when the surgeon general's report came out and it said, um, 80% of the population is considered inactive. 20% is considered active. So the lifetimes are going to attract that 20%. Yeah. They're already active. Yeah. And so the, 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 the market for CrossFit's YMCA's. Um, that are very mission oriented is that 80 if we can right. if we can capture that 80 percent yeah you know the 20 percent can have this spa like environments they're always going to move they're going to yeah. have a peloton at home yeah yeah you're right they will like they're going to they're going to exercise they're going to be in shape that's right you know and the ymca is non-profit we 
our mission is to, you know, we want to be in the vulnerable challenged communities too. You know, like we have financial assistance if somebody's unable to afford membership and things like that. So we have, the, you know, but very, very mission oriented. Right. And in the last, since 2015, when I got exposed to CrossFit, mm-hmm. we became very results oriented. That, that was right. the other, is another inflection point in my career. Interesting. So, um, so then I, and I, it's interesting since we went through the pandemic um, one of the things that happened to me personally is that I worry a lot less about competitors mm. and I'm more f- kind of two, two reasons. One, I just, I, I feel like I got a huge vote of confidence from my members that stayed with us during the pandemic. Like, okay, I'm not going to lose my core people. <laughs> They're going to stay die. with us. Yeah. Ride or die. Right. So I've got, we've got enough ride or die. And so that, so my confidence level has gone up there. The other thing that, that kind of gives me like where I don't worry about, it, and I'm actually, I'm happy to see a lifetime go there. I want to see more fitness places go in. And I just posted a story and, or a post in my IG about this kid that came over about four salt bikes and he's opening up. A oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I spent a little time and I talked to him. He was really nervous about I got a sense he was a little bit nervous about being here. It's Diablo. He's a little overwhelmed. And I talked to him about him like, this kid's a good coach. He's got a great, you know, got a great mission. He's going to, you know, he's going to build a CrossFit business. He wants to affiliate. He's not affiliated yet, but he wants to affiliate. He didn't before because he was a former member of Jimmy Greninger's at CrossFit Overwatch. And he didn't want to affiliate too close to Jimmy. Yeah. And I said, okay, dude, affiliate. We need as many of these as we can. And the same thing with Lifetime. So I have that perspective now. We need more people to be fit mm-hmm. because the less fit we are as a country overall, the less people that are doing fitness, the more likely are we are to have things like more vaccine vulnerable. mandates. More vulnerable. Right? And mass and being, mm-hmm. you know, shelter in place. But the more, the healthier we are as a, as a country, mm-hmm. the less likely are we are to have those things. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the fact is, is that, you know, the, we are, we're the, as a country, we're way more vulnerable yeah. than we, uh, you know, that was what, that's what, that's what crushed us during the pandemic. It wasn't necessarily the strength of the, of the virus. It certainly was serious and very strong, but it, the vulnerability of the population, yeah, the vulnerability of the population through. when you got, you know, the dry kindling. Yeah. 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 It was, you know, chronic disease is, I would love to make it history. Yeah. It's, that's, it's one of those um it, it's driven me crazy the inactivity in the 90s mm-hmm. obviously the 80 20 and then the chronic disease as it climbed and what's depressing is i helped a kid write his i gave you know how seniors in college have to write like a capstone project yeah, yeah. so i had we had this kid all summer i was like here's your capstone project i said you take chronic disease and obesity and diabetes and you graph them start i said start in 1980 so he graphed them, and then I said, now start, how many fitness centers opened, how many people became certified fit personal trainers, and all, they, they run parallel. Wow. If you, if you took it on a graph, That's as many gyms right? that opened, we got obese, you know, and, and um, interesting. Yeah. Now, so now if you were, if you were a correlation believer, you're like, huh. Right. Yeah. Look, Causation, correlation. Yeah. They just run parallel, which right. is interesting. Everybody. Like, why did all these, I'm, I'm for all, you know, I, I have the same view on competition. I love the tension yeah, it yeah. gives us. Right. It gives me a little tension and leverage with the yeah. team. Yeah. Hey, lifetime fitness is moving in. Right. Know, yeah. You know. It's time to step it up. Yeah, I want to I want right. to I want to yeah. talk about that in a second too. Yeah. 
So it's, it was, you know, when you look at that, how could all these gyms be opening, all these fitness movements be happening, but yet obesity and chronic disease continue to climb almost at a parallel rate. 40 uh, at the large body uh, athlete seminar that we went to, she said 42%, Mm -hmm. you know, the country now is considered obese Mm -hmm. and it's, it's still climbing. It's, and of course, obesity leads to diabetes. And, you know, you turn on the TV, you, if you turn on the TV, watch mainstream TV in any form, like in the between everything is the, is the ads for mostly diabetes drugs. Whether it's a medication or a fast food or some well, kind of. then the opposite well, side. I mean, right, right, yeah. it's all going in the same direction. Right, both right. ends of the scale, though. Yeah. Right? One's all the drugs that'll help you yeah. continue to stay obese and, and then control your AC1. To- and one that's going to continue to make you yeah. obese. Osembic. My dad was a pharmacist. He died in 96, but he was fighting at the time with a group of pharmacists against television ads, drugs, advertising on television. I mean, it's illegal in most countries, right? Yeah. It was here until like 90. Yeah, ni- is that really? Yeah, I think it was 96. Right? 96 yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It wasn't until 96 that they, um, yeah. they opened it and up. And now it's like 98% of advertising. Oh, yeah. 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 It's outrageous. I'm hearing all these statistics. Is that that bothers me? Is the fact that Warren Buffett owns a ton of Coca-Cola stock yeah. and a ton of Devita, uh, the dialysis center stock. I know. <sighs> Can you say conflict of interest? Well, not well, really conflict of interest. One's feeding the other. And it's, well, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, the conspiracy theorist, the tinfoil hat. And let me yeah. get mine out of the drawer right now. <laughs> we'll say that those are those two are operating kind of almost in concert. Yeah, in concert with together. I don't think that's the case. Um, I'm not that no. big of a conspiracy theorist, but I do. Obviously, we we being in the fitness business kind of recognize the inherent conflict of that. Right. And there's bo- one right between us. You know. And bo- who's that? Vita. Oh, really? Yeah, really. It's a really nice space. It'd be amazing if we did a. Oh, interesting. Able to get it to close. Yeah. <laughs> let's, wow. let's let's end chronic disease in this area. Yeah, I would like to start locally and then take it. Globally. You know the yeah. but you you. As all of these um, food companies, you know, continue to to sell their product, especially the beverage companies, and people continue to consume calorie dense foods with no with lower nutritional content, it's going to contribute to that problem, especially in a high stress world where cortisol levels are high, and it becomes as you know as they said this weekend in the large body athlete thing, like that's the source of comfort is these foods yeah. high high sugar high salt high fat content and then on the other side of it then you have the pharmaceutical companies i think who have genuinely you know probably in their bylaws or in their missions they have good statement like look they want to help people and you know so what's one way we can help well we gotta get their ac count down because we know when we get ac down that you know they're gonna live a little longer right they're gonna be a little more comfortable they're not going to lose a limb to diabetes. Right. So that so they have good intent, but the but it's almost like you can't stop it. Like water's flowing into both locations. Mm-hmm. And and one has to you have to stop one before you can stop the other. Yeah. And it's it's a really fascinating position in, in our country. But it is there are some key pieces of legislation that influenced it. Um, on the drug side, the key piece of insulation uh, in uh, um, legislation was allowing advertising in mm-hmm. drugs. So I know I know what drives your dad. I know what drove your dad crazy. Is people coming and going, hey, you know, can I get some of that Ozempic? Yeah, you know? he, that's what, that's what he so, that's what he feared. He's yeah. like, this is crazy. 
Yeah, people asking for drugs. Yeah. Going in, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Your doctor. Ask yeah. your doctor about. Yeah. And if and, your insurance doesn't cover it, call Eli Lilly. We can help you. <laughs> All right. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. They'll help you. Yeah. You're going to give me a coupon for... We That's we crazy. we yeah. would love to place all of the blame for the opioid epidemic on the you know on the Sacklers mm. and the companies that the pill most certainly they contributed a great deal. There's no question, especially when I watched that documentary and what happened in Portsmouth, Ohio, um, and the Sackler family. You watch that Netflix special, Painkiller. It's really sad, yeah. and you can understand how money influences and drives these companies. They kind of be, become disconnected from the human side of it, and then it's all about profits. However, when you start, you know, advertising people and driving them to ask for the medication or seeing medications, they'll put pressure on their doctor and their doctors, you know, just like us, someone comes in here and goes, Hey, you know, can we get, you know, we need clean towels in here. We need clean towels. Oh, oh Christ, I'm going to get a towel service. Okay. So it's like you, you, the doctors too, they want to, they want to provide with their, with yeah. the, they want to provide something that their, that their person is their patients asking for. Mm-hmm. And that might be the solution. So, okay, I can satisfy them with the painkiller that they want. It relieves their pain. Yeah, am I doing the right thing? Well, you know, I got a hundred more patients lined up that I got to take care of. Right. So you can see how this cycle happens. It's and, it's what they say. What medical medicine 1.0 is you and your doctor had a relationship with you. And right now we're in medicine 2.0, which is, um, I forget who said it. Um, the healthcare systems like Jiffy Lube. Yeah, it's like twenty patients in a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just it's just a grind. Um, you know, I go to my doctor. He sits in front of a computer screen the whole time. I'm like, you yeah, know, like what ten right. minutes with them a day or ten minutes? What? Yeah, once yeah, or twice a year. So that's it's, where it's about. It's a volume business. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's going to shift. I think that something's going to have to break. Um, and it might be the, it might be Amy and her group, but yeah. something's going to break where it's like, okay, it, we're going to go into medical or me- healthcare 3.0 where it's truly yeah. healthcare. There's some sort of connection and partnership. They're really moving well. Um, and that's, you know, I'm hoping I see it, you know, yeah. but I think that that's, I think it's on the horizon because people are starting to, um, as education and awareness grows, that's where the opportunities for CrossFit and YMCA's lies. That should be our North Star. Yeah. It's like, hey, um, you know, the doctor sees a patient. My doctor sees me once, maybe twice a year. That's it. Right. Same here. And and I drive him crazy. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, Greg, look up. You know, yeah. like, look up talk, at me. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop typing. You know, I'm not going to take the statin that you're about to prescribe based on my blood work. I'm just not going to do it. You <laughs> right. know, I'll eat Irish oats for a month and we'll be fine. I'll get it tested again. Um, so I. Dude, we, you and I are. Yeah, so I drive. We are kindred spirits, <laughs> right. man. But but so he sees me once or twice a year. That's a typical patient, maybe four. But we see our yeah. members on, on oh. 156 times a yep. year. Yeah. So we have a real opportunity yep. here to shift health. My challenge: fifty-six thousand members. February twenty twenty, we had fifty-six thousand people. I would argue wow. one of my one of my executives thinks it's sixty, but I'll, I'll say fifty-six. 56,000 people aged six months to 101. We had a 101-year-old at Albany. And we see them a lot. But my challenge is how do I take the methodology that we know works how do, and how do I scale that? Yeah. It's an entirely different ball game 
at that volume. Yeah. And so what we did was we extracted all of the elements that I could and I created entirely new environments of uh, weightlifting platforms. We, we got coaches in our, in our YMCA's that weren't CrossFit. Uh, we got, had them get their L1s. So imagine a, imagine if you had a global gym with thousands of members and you had all L1s on the floor. It's awesome. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be, it would just yeah. be stunning to have act, that kind of active coaching. Yeah. Um, James Fitzgerald actually helped mm-hmm. us. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he helped us scale because his is an individual program too. Yeah, OPT. Uh, OPT yeah, OPT, yeah. yeah. Optimum, wait, yeah. optimum uh, performance, yeah. performance training. OPE- and, OPEX. And I OPEX. missed him by one, like, months. So he moved to Scottsdale in 2012 right as I moved out to, uh, come, to come back here to the Bay Area. I was like, we had, I, I would have, wow. we would have found each other. I know it, we ended up finding each other later, but he, he, he worked at a Y in Calgary. So he understands yeah. like, okay, so how do we scale this thing? And so he helped me extract a lot of things out of the methodology to say, okay, we got 56,000 people. How do I make my Zumba instructor understand that we have to become results biased? How do I make my uh, yoga is in, instructors understand that we have to become results biased for every single member? And we're getting there, but it's, you know, the pandemic, it was. Yeah. Set everybody back. Yeah. You know, you think you have a, like Michael, Mike Tyson said, you know, you think you have a plan to get punched in the face. It was a real, yeah. it, was a, it really knocked us to our knees. The, the, the thing that I, the, the pandemic for a lot of people though, and, and I guess it was, if there's something to be grateful for with the pandemic and there are a few things and it's okay to be, grateful for some things that came out of the pandemic one of them is a a renewed a renewed sense of urgency in the people that are coming here and the people that wanted to come here so we had people that didn't do anything for the two or three years that did during the pandemic and they came in and they walked in and we saw them yeah you walked in whoa you know i noticed the weight gain i noticed the change and you know you get a period of time two to three years where you're indoors you're forced to be indoors you can't you know all they do is work and usually work from a computer and at the end of the day they couldn't go anywhere and 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 they got it right because certainly even the mainstream media news said that you know if you're you're more at risk if you're obese or you had chronic disease or you're certainly way more at risk of death um, or serious illness or hospitalization if you are not well. And that to me was, that's a positive outcome because that sense of urgency is getting, I, I feel like, because after the, we're, we're probably at the largest membership we've had in mm-hmm. our history. And I, and thank you. And I think it's a direct result of that, um, that sense of urgency within the community that knows us and knows Diablo CrossFit. And, and I'm hopeful too. I'm like you too. I'm, a, I'm an optimist. And that's, that's why you're, you know, as long as you are in the same career, I think is, is, is that you have an optimistic viewpoint is that things are going to change. I, I love what you said about the doctors, like that, that only sees you twice a year and he's not even looking, he's looking at the screen. He wants a quick solution. That's the same thing that's happening with surgeries as well. Yeah. Yep. And some of it's good. They, they automate these processes for hip replacement, for knee replacement. And so then they want to get you in. So as soon as they can get you approved, boom, they want to get you yeah. in because they know that it's, they're going to have 100% effectiveness in making this thing work. Um, and whether or not it's the right thing for you at the time is a different yeah. story. Um, that was an example of that where it was a concern was the bariatric surgery. Mm-hmm. We talked about that, uh, that, that uh, in the large body athlete seminar, she said that a lot, you know, a 
there are a number of obese people that they go and they see the doctor and they, they immediately want to like direct yeah. them into bariatric surgery. Yeah. That's the first step. Yeah. It was, well, people, if, yeah. if they're even going to look at, I mean, she said that there's a lot of times where people will go in to see their doctor and the doctor's just like, I'm not going to see you. Yeah. Like, that was the other thing. It's, it's just, just the whole stigma of like, just put the fork down or just go for a walk. Right. Like, like it, it, that was so disheartening. Uh, uh, when I heard it that. was a lack of understanding of what the root causes yeah. are for obesity. It was just, which care. is a lot of different root causes. Yes. And a lot of different roots. So, you know, emotional trauma, yeah. physical trauma, how they were raised, where they were raised, you know, where they live, all of those things, environmental stuff. But going back to that, the bariatric surgery they have. And I remember being at that, um, a mm -hmm. company presentation that Greg Glassman brought us to as part of the uh, MDL one and, and the derelict doctor society. We went to this company in San Francisco that was doing uh, uh, diet management and nutrition management with diabetic patients remotely. Oh, yes. What's the name of them? Uh, Ver I want to say Veritas. Ver something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, God, it's on my dry erase board. Right. <laughs> so, um, but but he was a he was a triathlete that got diabetes, yes. type two diabetes. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. of a carbohydrate right. toxicity, yeah. right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> we we were probably both there, and we never met each other. <laughs> That's it's terrible. Small world. Dude, there was like there's like there's like twenty people. In my defense, right. <laughs> there was like twenty people. I, I wasn't at, I wasn't at that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyway, they so they, there was a one of one of the crew one of our crew was a doctor, and he said mm -hmm. we have a bariatric, a newly built bariatric facility in his hospital, and he said the thing that concerns me is because they need bariatric surgeries to essentially to pay, pay for, for it. it, yeah, and so they want to get as many in it, and and really, if you've been in, if anyone's been in, anyone online has been in for a surgery. And as you get wheeled into that area, you look up at there's a board in the room of all the surgical rooms. And then it's like, a, it's like, a, a member, uh, yeah, when we went to Kaiser, Kaiser, yeah. And we went and we saw the surgery board and all the surgical yeah. rooms. And dude, they turn them over. Like they have cleaning Stacked. crews that come in and turn them over. It's and crazy. It's, it's like, in the, it's like it's a, a pit crew. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a pit literally, crew. literally a pit yeah. crew. As soon as that surgery is done, boom, that, that you got like five or six people in there mopping up, mopping moving, up. changing stuff, yeah, moving dark garbages, yeah. boom, getting it out, boom. Get, so the next one could go in because you want to keep those yep. surgical rooms keep going rolling. all day long from yep. literally from like 6 a.m until 6 p.m at night boom 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 and they have multiple surgery rooms and and those things are major revenue generators right. mm -hmm. and so the more they can automate those procedures like the bariatric surgery like the knee surgeries or the you know appendicitis yep. and those things that just come in with robots and do it the lower risk they have at the same time the higher revenue they have mm -hmm. so now you've taken out the is this right for you? Like right. looking you in the eye and going, getting to know you as a yeah. person, yep. yeah. what, what you're capable of. Hey, what would you hey, like to get back hey, you to You did doing. change your blood work in, in the last right. three months. You're yeah. right. You don't yeah. need a stat. You know, the, no, that relationship is gone. Yeah. You know? um, I, I always wonder if there's tension between the, cause Kaiser also has the insurance. Yes. That's right. It's a separate unit. Yep. And then there's the, Medical. The hospital, the hospital unit. Yeah. So it's like, is there a, it's like almost like a doom loop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do they fight each other? Oh yeah. Do, like, no, yeah. you're not doing those 60 surgeries. Like, right. I, I just wonder if there's any internal, <laughs> like, I wonder if there's What's any the internal, dialogue, right? do you, do or, you, the, or the insurance company says, yeah, go make all the money. Yeah, do you yeah. want, right. Dude, you want to be, you want, don't you want to be like the fly on the wall for the cocktail party? Right. They're having, you know, that, <laughs> right. Where, the, where those two guys are getting together, the guy and the guy, and the woman or whoever it is, that's getting together and having that conversation. Oh, I wonder what those conversations are. But like. owning both. Yes. It yeah. just seems strange to me. It right. It seems like, yeah. I know. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's again, maybe some of those inherent conflicts. 
yeah. that are there. And it, it, that stuff's got to change. Yeah. Like we, in the, the other one going all the way back, I'm, I don't, we, we've gotten way off time. We never, we, we put a list it's of an things. Outline. Talk about. It doesn't it's, mean it stays. It's suggestions <laughs> for when, for when Craig gets a mind block. But, but going back to that, like kind of the big decisions in our country that change things. Uh, one was the pharmaceutical advertising, right? That yep. was a major impact and it's, and it's, and it's really gross. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Like, and I don't, I don't have any problem saying we'll probably, this podcast will probably get shadow banned on, but it really is gross. The pharmaceutical yeah. ads. The next thing is the, um, the diet recommendations that our government provides. Mm -hmm. Right. Do but, the but, but, but bought and paid for. Yep. I mean, I mean, follow, it, it really feels it, bought and paid for. Well, follow, I mean, follow the money. Have you read the not Gary Tobbs book yeah. on sugar? Yeah, yeah. Yes. the sugar papers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's as bad as Monsanto. It's as bad as you know the Flint water. It's like the, the writing the is on the wall. Water. It is. It's horrible. And they were, you know, and then, hey, and then tobacco. Yeah. Like we, we, you know, when you look at all of them, like the tobacco company said, hey, we lost the tobacco battle. Let's go buy food. Yeah, that's <laughs> the same tactics that they're using. It, absolutely, it, it models. They yeah. model each other. Yeah. It, it's amazing and, the and amount of sugar money that's out there. And these are very. It's it's it is capitalism. My daughter right now would have you know she'd start you know talking to me about the dangers of capitalism, which just that kind of shit just drives me crazy. But it it is inherently part of capitalism, and it's something where that's where we've got to call on our government. To represent us, not the interests yeah. of the ones that are throwing the money. Corporations, and it's it is, becomes really difficult because what happens is, is these companies, you know, fund election campaigns, then they fund, and you know, the the food companies are, you know, that's a nefarious group of people mm -hmm. yeah. because what they figured out was the research stuff. So then they go to colleges and universities and make these huge fund all of these, yeah, make these huge donations to these universities to keep them operating and build tenure so these professors make lots of money and then encourage them to write papers. Um, that in those papers, university papers, hey, we have something out of Tufts University, the one the paper yeah. that was written out of Tufts University, given diet recommendations, and it actually showed like literally. Um, Snickers bars, Snickers yep. bars, yep. and Fruit Loops, and everything ahead of Lucky Charms meat, is better than some of the meat eggs. and vegetables. Oh my God! And you're like, okay, could you be more blatant about yeah. this crap? Yeah, it's, I thought that was kind of a joke, like, but, but, but a these, real joke. Like, it, I, think, I did too. I thought it was a farce, I, but did, it was yeah. real. But yeah. these people are very, very smart. I worked yeah. in the hedge fund investment management industry for years, and they are brilliant people the smartest people and they think bigger than we do in a lot of cases mm -hmm. they don't think huh let's just uh you know we'll go out and we'll and we'll talk to doctors and we'll motivate them and then we'll and then we'll uh, and then we'll you know talk to the someone at lower levels of government and, and you know kind of see if we can't get you know some of our healthy foods positioned better you know so we, no they think hey how do we change legislation overall in the united mm -hmm. states that dictates what everybody eats yep. well what how are those decisions made? Well, they use research. Oh, okay. Let's go bigger than that. Then let's go. Let's start with the research way back here. It's going to take a few years, guys. Yeah. Well, we see the look we, with health. We see the complex individual in front of us. We see that long distance horizon. Yeah. I'm going to quote uh, Coach Glassman with it. Yeah. Um, you know that that long distance horizon. We see that with the complex individual in front of us. They see it with society. Yeah. Like, hey, how can we move this bigger how picture? Yeah. This I think you're right. What's it going to cost? You know, and that investment to them is is next to nothing. We need to get this. Point. We need to get. It's this. why the broken science thing is so entertaining to me because it's like 
Academic science is not industrial science. If they took the studies that they use in academia to try and get a rocket into space, yeah, it wouldn't. It would never leave the ground. Oh, but it was peer reviewed uh, via consensus. <laughs> why didn't your drug, St- Stephen? Why didn't your drug get approved by the FDA? Well, I don't have any contacts over there. I don't know anybody. And those guys, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't listen to me. They wouldn't return my calls. Okay. All right. Well, next year, let's hire our CEO as the former CD director of the CDC to come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and literally, I know. They, they trade like they, they're all on they, board. They, they go from yeah. the, yes, the head of the NIH, head yeah. of the CDC. They go, they go Pfizer, right back into Moderna. pharma. Yeah. It's a, it's 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 uh it's it's pretty it's a little bit That's of it's like a whole high room pool. Yeah. I I get it, right? But that's got to stop. Yeah. That stuff's got to stop. Yeah. And that's and that's. And where... I think I think it's gonna. I think there's gonna be a shift. There'll be I, Medicare, I and I you know I there's too. people like, you know like you know Dr. Amy who you had mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I mean, she's there's an edge to her. Yes. That I like. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dr. McCoy, my you know former fellow CrossFit member. Um, there's an edge to them that I think it, I, I hope it breaks the dam mm-hmm. because we, we have the solutions in, in our centers. Yes, we do. That's one of the things and why I'm really glad to meet you. And I, I'll be honest with you when I, when we first, well, we've met probably before, but when we really first got to talk to each other at the event out at, uh, the ranch, yeah. Broken science. Yeah, I remember driving back, going, "Man, he's a really nice guy." I think I even texted Jamie. We need to, we need to talk, talk to him. Yeah. We need to get together because I, and this is something that I think other CrossFit affiliates um, need to know and need to really work on. Your um, competition is not your fellow affiliate or fellow gym owner. Those people are on your side. We need to get everybody in. Don't worry. There's plenty of people that can come and, and buy a membership from your gym. Those are your allies. And those are the people that have got to come together to help influence the change. Right. That, that gets, we want the, we, if we're excited, we're pumped and our members are excited, pumped and about, about making change. Then the Amy West people, you know, and, and others that have influence, they'll start to make change at their mm-hmm. level. Then the next level, then the next yep. level. And finally we, institutions but we've got to come together to imagine if organizations like wild Wild health were affordable and accessible to everyone yeah if we could it's it's all about scale yeah if we could scale some of these elements and things um if if we get 30 million crossfitters well there's an that's that's a good insurance company you're You're done right it is they could have 30 and and it could and that could shift that shifts a lot of things in the health space yeah it shifts the market for just buying groceries yeah. When you get that much awareness, you know, nutrition remains at the bottom of our pyramid mm-hmm. and it, it, that's where it's the foundation of it all. I, I really, I, I am mad. I didn't attend the large body athletes, the entire thing. I, I came to, I know you came at the, I, he came at the end. I invited yeah, him at the end because uh, he yeah, and Savannah have been good together. friends for many years. Yeah. And so I was like, and then he stood there. He's like, Oh, <laughs> I wish I had, but, but you cut, you cut the, the I, a lot of the good I stuff. I did because there's, there's how we frame it. You know, the 42% of the population that we aren't attracting. And at the, at the Y, know. I've got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. You told me that. I've got yeah. a lot of them. And, and, uh, um, Mike said, I want to move them out of the water. Yes. I visited, I visited, I was up in Washington visiting a family, um, back in August. And I dropped into the Y because my father in law trains there. And it's like, man, we, 
this is different environment. This is we, yeah. There's co- so much we can but help. I we love can do that here. you're do, you're you're doing God's work over yeah. there, man. Yeah, but for to, sure. but, but go back to that uh, because you said that to me. I got to get him out of yeah. the water. I didn't know really understood what that meant. At so first. They, they, we've got this. Uh, we do water exercise. Which oh, is, which is fantastic. Aerobic, aerobic. Yeah, yeah. Water, water exercise. And it aerobics. is fantastic. Water aerobics. Um, and so it's which is fantastic because it obviously takes the gravity off mm-hmm. the joints and things like that. I can never get them to leave the water. Yeah. What I, I, some, a number of them did, and you're not going to believe with what pickleball. Oh, <laughs> I can believe that they oh, left. Man. All right. I can right. believe it. They left the, the water for not, not for like, they, they left tra- a safe place for right. not a hey, safe try place. this CrossFit oriented longevity class. Not that, not chair exercise where there's a coach watching you, giving right. you feedback they, and scaling adjustments. Pickleball. Shit. All right. So, is, all right. Right now. So, okay. Officially today. On this podcast, let's mark the time, 10, 15 a.m. I've got to stop making fun of pickleball. <laughs> because, like, if it's getting more people yeah, moving, right. and I do, you know, admittedly, because there's a pickleball court um, over there in uh, off Rod Gear. Yeah. That's near where I live. So I might walk my dogs by it every day, and I hear the click, 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 click. click. And I actually, you know what I think is those poor people that live close to that. It's like, oh, good Lord. Like, yeah. I'd be going insane by now. I'd be I'd be that old man out there. I'd be a Clint Eastwood in that, what's that movie? <laughs> Um, get off my yard. Yeah, off my oh, lawn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gran Torino, Gran Torino. I'd be out there, you know, just pointing my finger at him. <laughs> but, but it's. I, but when I do, when I so I walk my dogs right by the courts, and I look, and I'm like, you know what? This is awesome. These guys yeah. are all out here moving, and they're all like, you know, fifty plus, and there's some, you know, very full folks. That I can tell because they've got like eight different knee sleeves and everything else that I wear in the gym. But it is awesome. It is. That's cool. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. But in and and it's shocking. It's intergenerational. So I've been with the Y for a very long time, almost right. 30 years, and we've tried to like all the do all these intergenerational things. How mm-hmm. do we get teenagers with seniors and and nothing really ever stuck? Yeah. You know, we'd have them come read during the little child care, and nothing really stuck. And then all of a sudden, the kids that are coming out of um, College Park at 3:30, if there's seniors playing, the seniors. Like, oh. hey, will you fill in for me? I'm tired. <laughs> so we get these teens and seniors playing pickleball. That is awesome. And it's like this intergenerational activity, that, and it's organic. That is awesome. Which is just stunning. Yeah, that's me. the other part. It's that's organic. really cool. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's a. It's and they say it's. And on. their kids are respectful. It's. Yeah. It's, it's, a and it's a major fun growth game. It's, it's a every, major growth trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we might. Have I didn't realize that. that. That's that's a really cool concept. All right, like, so just the, idea. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Can I? Can we do pickleball on these rubber mats? Rubber mats are, they, are they not? I think you might be able to. I don't know. We'd have to see. We might have to do it like in a pickleball tournament here because <laughs> we got big enough room out there. That'd be kind of fun true. to do. Just yeah, one night. tape line. It, it is addicting. That's what I've heard. It is I'm afraid actually to introduce Yvonne to it. My wife. My daughter's. She uh, might go down the road. Oh, <laughs> she was a great racquetball player and she's super competitive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She'll, yeah. She'll be addicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was a tennis player at Northgate, and she's at the University of Utah. Yeah. She plays twice a day. Does she? Oh, yeah. Twice a day. Oh, yeah. She's like, Dad, it is crack. <laughs> like, she is She is so addicted. That is so cool. Yeah. All right. I love pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got we've got four courts. We'll have you over. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'd yeah, have a tournament, Diablo versus, have a tournament uh, over there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have Diablo versus the YMCA type. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. we get our ass. Yeah, we would. That'd be great. No, Yvonne can't play. 
<laughs> Former racquetball player. Let me tell you what, she would be the first one to like get banned from. Right? I, I, do have to, I, I do have to tell you, um, obviously the CrossFit Games was a struggle watching the Masters. Yeah. But I was trying to point out your wife and, yeah. you know, and then when I ran into her on Saturday, I was so embarrassed. I was like, my wife goes, did you ask for her autograph? I was like, I almost did. <laughs> Season lane five. Yeah, it was so awful trying to watch him. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, so she's uh, she's a hero in our household. Well, see, okay, now that's the kind of stuff, right? So when you look at you know one YMCA, that's cool, right? So you guys will have a diversity of types of classes that you offer, and that's what's really cool. How many? How how? Um, do you have CrossFit as one of the offerings in your facility? I know you did it here in Pleasant Hill, and you actually affiliated as well. Yeah, we're affiliated in Pleasant Hill. I, I probably wouldn't do it anywhere else. Mm. I can, tried can't to grab... you get a, a nonprofit affiliate? They, Should... No, they don't have that. I think that's just I, for schools. And I, I don't. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to. Oh, you're a normal guy. Yeah. No, I, I think you know we want to pay our fair share. It's yeah, three thousand yeah. dollars a year. Right. Um. You know, we're a nonprofit, so there's no shareholders gaining any mm-hmm. revenue we just can't lose money yeah right. um but but what we grabbed was the ethos mm-hmm. and i was able to put that into four other branches yeah platforms weightlifting and as i said the, movement you know stuff. Tr- yeah Open trying rig. To get, yeah trying to get more i need more crossfit level one people in my all five branches mm-hmm. i need that awareness the ability to active coach um you know, God, I could follow Nicole Carroll around all day. Yeah. You know, the standard. I'm still trying right. to define what the standard is. Right. Um, because I'm going to chase it for the rest of my life now because she yeah. said the standards is the standard. The standard. Yep. Yeah. But, you, yeah. but she didn't yeah. define the standard. So yeah. it's like, okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think having that and that awareness is going to elevate it. It's going to help us take it to scale mm-hmm. and take this impact to scale and bring these results to these communities i sat on the steps of oakland we were shuttered i think it was like day 20 of the 15 day we knew yeah. we, we knew we were going to be down the two a long, weeks yeah we knew we were going to be down a long time my boss has he's got an amazing awareness i i, I thought he had a crystal ball and he's like we're, we're, we're going to be down and i was standing on the steps and it was one of those everybody's of course we're watching the john hopkins mm. cdc and and one of the reports said that um 78.7% of the hospitalizations and deaths had one or more chronic diseases. Yeah. And I just sat on the downtown Oakland. It was a ghost town, like a ghost town. Yeah. Like I had parking to myself. It was just an absolute ghost town. And I, I was, I just sat down on the steps and watched like a deer walk by in the middle of downtown Oakland. And I thought <laughs> I was devastated. I was like, we didn't get to enough people. I had, I had the formula. We were yeah. growing at an exponential rate. We had 30,000 units. We count units. Yeah. So a unit could have be a family of four, an adult. Okay. And wow. so, which is almost 56,000 people. And I'm like, That's crazy. I didn't get to enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. This disease is, it wasn't a disease. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a cold disease. It was yeah. a chronic is, disease. That, is, is that yeah. an, is that an ethos within YMCA um, that, you know, you guys are interested in health and improving quality of life for your members we are yeah and i don't i'm not sure you, if, you when you say we you mean ymca the you, east bay you are, you are a group bay, yeah. is, our mission statement is empower youth advanced health advanced health and strengthen community i love that yeah that, that's our mission statement. absolutely love that and so that advanced health we take very extremely seriously 
Um, and it's not, we don't apologize for it. And like I told you, I felt like in the 90s, prior, prior to the 1990s, the YMCA was the largest fitness certifying body in the world. Oh, wow. yeah. This, this was, you told me this at dinner. People That's need crazy. to hear this. This is really crazy. So we yeah. had, listen to this, man. So I started in my first Y job, weight room attendant. Wow. Well, this little like 800 square foot Y. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, just took a chance. Every boss has taken a chance on me. I don't know. I probably should have been fired a thousand times over 30 years. But, um, and I thought I died and gone to heaven. A weight room attendant. Yeah. I mean, you could eat off of that place. I just kept it so clean and I just <laughs> thought it was the greatest thing. Um, and I took my fitness, it was called uh, fitness leaders one, which is like our L one. Yeah. Um, it's an eight, it was an eight hour day and with a test. Um, and then I took my fitness leaders two, which was, right. uh, I think a, an, another eight hour day with a test and a lot of anatomy and physiology. Mm -hmm. Everybody was afraid of the fitness letter. Yeah. Fitness leaders too, but I was taking, um, anatomy and phys in college. So I was like, Oh, this is a dream. And then there was fitness specialist, which was one of the seven fitness tests, uh, body composition, mm -hmm. max VO two, uh, sit and reach flexibility. Oh my God. What else did we do? Uh, blood pressure, height, weight. Um, so it was a fitness test. Mm -hmm. It was evaluation. Okay. That was a five day. You're going to get, going to love this in Santa Cruz. Really? No yep. From the eighties through 97, it was fitness specialist school was in Santa Cruz, California did, at happy Valley, wild. at that's happy wild. Valley campground. Are you serious? Yep. Did, what is it with Santa Cruz? I have no idea. What, did 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 Glassman know of that or attend I have no, that? I haven't. Uh, no, we got to ask him. I mean, he was at a gold gym, so maybe yeah. if he was yeah. in the YMCA. Really All I know is we drank. I then became. I, I went through that and became faculty for that. So I was there yeah. in Santa Cruz for the week of training. Um, oh wow! But yeah, imagine that in Santa Cruz. It was just amazing to me when Greg started CrossFit there. When I started to hear the story of it, I'm like, you have to be kidding me. We were there. And then in the 90s, the late 90s, we started to, as almost as a national movement, I don't know how to describe it, like apologize for the fitness side of our business or the health side. It's interesting. And, um, and, we, and we lost it. Leadership changes at the, at the national office and and things like that. And the certification stuff just kind of went by the wayside. We created partnerships with ACE mm. and, and things like that. And, and, and it and just, yeah, just, yeah, it just kind of faded away. But we were, yeah, oh, we were, we so, were, when I was young, we were, we were the, we were the, we were the body of, of fitness. It's hard to have that kind like, you can look back and go, God, I wish we had had the foresight boy. They, let yeah. me tell you what, if you guys had, did, had stayed on the certification, on course, you would yeah. have owned it. I know. Yeah. Absolutely owned it. And then you guys would have made up a fake study about CrossFit and call it. <laughs> no, so I spent time in YMCA as a kid because that was yeah. one of the few places where you could go and, and just do barbell weightlifting. Same. Yep. And it was always, it, it just reminded me of, of the say like Rocky Balboa going into the boxing gym. It was that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And it always was, it always felt safe and just kind of rugged and tough. And I've always appreciated that about the the why, and I, and and it's uh, more than that. It's accessible and affordable um, for especially for lower income populations as well. Yep. So you're getting you have a place that can actually get these. And when um, there was a 
when you guys opened up the 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 CrossFit here, and then a, you know a few of our members left because you guys do you have licensed childcare, and to me it was like okay, cool, right on, go. You should. That's what because my wife and I went to when we chose gyms early on. It was ones that had childcare. Yep. And so I totally get that. Um, what would you say to now? I feel like though you know again as a result of the pandemic and as a result of my own change in thinking. Um, we're all in this together and I want as many CrossFit affiliates to open up in and around me and in this area as possible because there's just, we have so much work to do and yeah. that's how we are going to, like you said, you're an optimist. I want to influence legislation. I want to influence these changes within our government. And the only way we're going to do that is start to make people independent, um, uh, independently healthy and independently wealthy, independently healthy. healthy. Yep. And, um, how would you, what would you suggest for say CrossFit affiliate owners, in other cities and that have YMCA's there. Is, is that something where like you, you need level ones? I want to talk to, I'll talk to you about that a little bit about how I can maybe how maybe we can help drive some of these L ones into your gym to, to coach their part-time. Um, but is it, is there anything that you would, you know, give recommendation to local affiliate owners with respect to their YMCA's and what they can do or is it, you know, is there any opportunities for them um, to help or to partnership in any way? I, I would hope there are 18 YMCA's that have affiliates in them. Yeah. Out of how Oh, 18 individual say, YMCA's. Yes. And that's, and, oh my, how many of, like, of that's not a lot. No, <laughs> out of eight, you know, over a thousand yeah. you know, YMCA's. So, okay. which is why Greg tackled me. I told you about, he tackled me yeah. at the soda thing. He, Jimmy, I thought Jimmy Letchford was going to shoot me. Um, <laughs> Cause he tackled me. He said, I was a Y kid. Why aren't I, why yeah. aren't we in more YMCA's yeah, he was shaking yeah. me? And I said, I don't know. You're in mine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I got that one covered. Right. So I, um, so I, I think part of it's education. I think, um, you know, there's an edginess to, there's an edginess to CrossFit mm. that I appreciate. Um, but I've always been kind of the misfit, uh, you know, a, a, as, as a leader, um, you know, I've been, Nicole describes me so well when she describes herself, I've been the reluctant executive, kind of I, I just wanted to make sure my ladder was on the right wall not whether i climbed it or not and i but i found i had more influence that's a that's a great that's, that's a, a good analogy yeah that's a great i found analogy. i had more influence and impact the, the further i went up yeah i i could i could have stayed a floor coach for the for the rest of my life i'll probably do it when i retire um because i think that's where the that's where i my that's where i get energized um so why aren't there more i i don't know I don't know. I think it's an education piece. I think right. the meta, I, when Amy was talking, I, I didn't mean to be punchy the other night when I asked her, you know, Savant loved my question when I asked her again, hey, yeah. what do you think of the medical society? She yeah. goes, well, I created it. And I said, so right. what do you think of the medical society? And, you know, so, <laughs> Savant loved, you know, Savant loved that. I, I, yes. I, um, because I think that is an element that could probably bridge, yeah. bridge the two. Yes. You know, we've never brought each other together. You know, yeah. maybe if, even if we got the 18 together um, at something, but, I, you know, I don't, I don't leave town much. I, I think it starts. I think it starts here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And then and then we start to we start to slowly get the word out. You um, what people don't know is is Mike knows and is friendly with Greg Glassman. He's good friends with Savon. You've got an outlet through the you know through media within CrossFit to start to have an influence. YMCA's, I think more so than CrossFits have, well, clearly I, I think you have more, probably more members in the United States mm -hmm. than, than, than 
CrossFit does, but you have a a more represent, representative percentage of the population. Yeah. <laughs> a bigger range of fitness yeah. levels. Well, he, you would have answered this question way better than I did because Athena asked me in the, yeah. and Savan said, God, they, Savan came over and she said, puts you on blast Dude, a few she, times. She goes, if they let you up one more time, <laughs> like here they ask, you know, I offer up my gym to be the host for this thing. And I just got hammered with she made our, some really good points hand, though. Hand, handicap parking that was blocked, you know, to oh, the yeah. t-shirt sizes in my lobby to, that oh. was, that was, a, that was an eye opener for me oh, by yeah way. yeah we'll, yeah oh yeah we'll talk about that in a second by the way I w- let's come back to that because yeah. i did want to put that out there to our community but it's listening regarding t-shirt sizes even my wife yvonne who does a t-shirt where she was yeah. like what she didn't, didn't even know that was a thing um but um side note is that she asked athena asked she goes craig she goes how many large body athletes do you have in your gym and I don't have to try to thought and you don't want to be careful about who I categorize as large body athlete. I said, we probably have about four or five athletes. And then she said, okay, good. She goes, now how bit, how many members do you have? And instantly I'm like, Oh, son of a bitch. I know where she's going with oh, this. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but she, and she waited for me to answer. It wasn't like she didn't allow anybody else to draw the same conclusion, which they already had. No, I had to state my, <laughs> that I have, yeah, I go, well, you know, like 400 of the members. And she goes, well, so now 42% of the country is obese. Do you think that that represents your, you know, populations you're getting? I'm like, oh, okay, I go. She goes, you got the people in here that are already, you know, that know how to take care of themselves or fit. And she goes, and the opportunity lies. And, and she was presenting more as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's right. And I think, but I think you're, you, the YMCA is more probably more representative of the general population, which yep. means you've got more chance to, even have more we have we have we definitely have the opportunity with who's coming yeah you know i still want actually coming coming in the door yeah Yeah. i still want to attract yeah i still want to attract more i get it but you're right with who's coming i have an opportunity but yeah you know it's i have the solution to the world's most vexing problem however i got to get them to participate too yeah yeah you know there's that that, yeah pre-contemplation contemplation you know the process of change if if Mm. they get into a certain mode i've got them yeah we, we can hook them yeah. Were, like, prior to the pandemic, we had us um a longevity class for older folk waitlisted. Wait oh, list. really? Oh, yep. Yeah. You know, our little CrossFit space was only eight hundred square feet yeah. at the time. There'd be a line out the door. Wow. So it was it was just in you know, that was pretty amazing. You know, we just had to buy I just bought we just bought a ton of PVC pipe. I, I, I really liked what Athena and Kim said too. Because I, it, it all looks so daunting when you think about curing chronic disease, and then you look at the kind of the causes, like those root, the Jamie, roots, the, yeah. the root causes like of these different roots. We kept going through this exercise, Mike, where we were putting up the at the top of the tree is the calories in, calories out, and the you know more calories in than calories out. The and fruit then, on the tree. Yeah, that's the actual like the actual cause of obesity, right? And she goes, hey, we all admit it. We know it's more calories going, you know, going in than coming out. She goes, but now let's go down to the roots and why these things are happening. And she went into long explanations, the emotional trauma, the location, the family stigma. history, the stigma, stigma. stigma. Yeah. Oh, the friends and family influence. Like they'd start yeah. to get healthy and then their friends and family talk them out of it yep. and, and, and create, you know, scorn them before it. But all of those things. And I'm, and all I'm doing is she's going to the roots. I'm like, what's the purpose of this exercise? Because I'm just all I'm doing is getting frustrated. Like, there's no way any of our coaches out here have the capacity nor the patience to be able to deal with any of those root causes. 
And she said, no, you're not going to deal with the root causes. Like you just got to know that they're there. Yeah. And it's way goes way below just telling them, Hey, you need to try intermittent fasting. Right. You need to try the paleo day. You need to get more sleep. Yeah. There's more that she goes, just have them come back tomorrow. Like one day at a time. What a beautiful like, statement. Yes. Yeah. Have a good, they need to come in, feel unafraid yeah. because you know, they're afraid they're nervous. Stack some wins. Yes. And stack mm -hmm. some wins and then have them come back the next day. I'm like, Oh, okay. I can do that. Right. Because then what's going to happen is the, all the other stuff will start to take care of itself. And Kim, it will, especially in our community. Yep. Right. Kim, Kim knocked me over when she said, um, the, the a discussion around nutrition and the discussion around weight loss are two entirely different conversations. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Even as an industry, we've tried to mash those two together yep. forever. Yeah. This way to weight loss, weight watches this and nutrition this and precision nutrition. We've got all these great things, and it's like those are two entirely different things. Yep. She she was she yeah was she's good. good. She's also she's actually. Um, messaged me a lot oh. she is really working on my pool that my pool dilemma has her oh really has yeah, her attention has, yeah has her yeah. attention which is which i appreciate because it is a you know it's, it's a bit of a challenge she yeah. is but the pool's a solution she's know? one tough person by the way yeah, yeah she is i really admire her yeah she, she was a great coach yeah she's good because at first i was a little i was a put off I was like, boy man she's she's kind of stern and a little not like user friendly like a little rough around the edges which you know i was like okay you know, and I was I was ready to get pushed back, but I never had any because she was always right. And then, <laughs> and then and then when she but when she went into coaching, yeah, she was really good at coaching. Like she, I could All see heart. her, yeah, just but tell she's got some, some time. Yes, yeah, yeah. she's got some time in the Lisa. Saddles, yeah. Lisa doing that burpee. That was oh yeah, so Lisa Lisa was uh, like three hundred fifty four. I had to, I had to rush to your restroom and grab a tissue. Yeah, I, was right, like, holy yeah. Oh, I had a few of those moments in that seminar. Those yeah. that was. That so, was amazing. So, um, I, you know, I want to, the YMCA is our friend. They are not your, your competition. I would say that to affiliate owners and I would say, reach out to someone within their organization, at least have the conversation as you should be. And I'm starting to do more with affiliate owners too. Once a, once a quarter, you should be, I think I want to encourage affiliate owners to, I want to challenge them to have conversation with other affiliate owners in your area. Once a quarter, if you, you, you that's four. If you aren't already, yeah, four calls a month. Do four calls a month. I would love and, that, and I would include the the YMCA in it, um, in that circle of friends. And use me, or use find one of the eighteen oh, Ys that has you. a you know you, you use me as a as a What's, bridge and intro. Hey, we put know, up I, we put up Mike's. Do you mind if we put your Instagram up? No. Oh yeah, it's at uh the ceo that coo that that coo how'd you get that one dude that's a good one i saw that it's that, that coo just coo i think no, when instagram no, that coo that coo oh, okay when instagram started i had i think i had a staff member You're first in line. way back in arizona when i was right. in arizona and I'll pull, and I'll pull up the instagram handle too oh that's cool yeah Take a second the so yeah, and, it, and I, you know, reach, reach out, reach out to Mike, because I think there's more, and you can, and I would encourage, make yourself available to help the YMCA set up their CrossFit program. I would, or even adopt some of the ethos. Like yeah. I, I don't, 
like yeah. the fact that our members are coming to you or your members i don't i'm not after your members no um because we're we're trying to drive for the exact same things um i'm not after your staff but man i wouldn't mind sharing it for you yeah and i um, and i and i've got staff like in yeah. every and here, as i said to you i said that at the ranch like you have staff that need hours yeah so yeah. here's so so, CrossFit, so think of what you would do yeah you have i don't want to call us a globo gym but a different setting and think of a, an l1 in that type of setting the difference it would make it would just be i, I think it would just be miraculous you know, I, these people I, I, that are used so to too. walking around, not shy, able to see correct cue. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, here's the, the the one of the things that uh, that new affiliate owners struggle with is hiring coaches, and part of that reason is is they can't offer full time jobs. They can offer you know class here, class there, and then they trade or they do membership trades, those types of things. If you had someone like mike or that you could say hey look you're going to work a couple hours here and then you're going to you know i'm going to hook you up and you're going to go coach for a few hours over at the local ymca that now you've got yourself a coach that has that 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 has a job that can work that can do it and i've got and i do have coaches here that you know that uh i'm going to let them know my coaches meeting that you may have opportunities for them because i think that's a that's a that's a great thing yeah I think I think there's there's opportunities, but I think there's got to be. We have to take the time for understanding. Yeah. The why has to understand CrossFit right. and, the, yeah. and the ethos that, that it brings to the table, and then the you know the CrossFit has to understand. Hey, this is the why. You know, we've got a lot of we've got a you know we have a rich fitness history. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it's going to be passe. You know, I'm probably one of the few people that know who Dr. Clayton Myers was. He wrote the first Why Fitness book. Um, Dr. Larry Golding, you know, so I, you know, a lot of that history is, has faded. I think we started to look it's unfortunate. Yeah. But I think, it could be coming back to, yeah. you know, people, people mm-hmm. are, I think part of the reason why people are turning to CrossFit is just kind of, it's an old school gym. Yeah. There's no mirrors in here. They yeah. just want to come work out, be told how to work out and what to do. That is when, remember when the pandemic first ended and people were coming back, there's just telling yeah. what to do. Yeah. They don't want oh, to yeah. walk into a gym and just kind yeah. of try and aimlessly make their they way around dying. fitness they were, nineteen. They were or, dying for direction. Yeah, we've yeah. seen it. You go to go to a fitness nineteen or Planet Fitness or a, even a Gold's Gym. Unfortunately, you our go in CEO's there. vision is for us to become. It's going to take time. The most trusted source of health in a community. It's a it's a powerful. In addition to our mission to advance health, That's he fantastic. wants to be the most trusted source of health. Really? Yep. And That's, it's uh, it's it's so aspirational. It scares the living daylights out of me. Sure. What you know? What does that look like? We don't know yet. But we want to be the most trusted source of health because there's, as you know, that we are inundated with garbage. Yep. Daily, you know, and you just walk through a grocery store, you know, read read a read a ketchup label, and to find out that those labels. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thirty-five percent. Yeah, they're allowed. FDA allows a thirty-five percent wiggle room error margin. Thirty-five percent on nutrition labels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what you read on a label is up to thirty-five percent. I got incorrect. I got to have her back. I I have like forty people I have to send to this training. Right. So I read the why in my in my in my email I sent out uh, I sent out a weekly email that goes out to four or five thousand people. One of the things I included was a link 
the link to Athena's to, to, Athena's. to, to the to the to uh, the video fat the video yeah fat famished 400 yeah. force fed in 450 pounds yeah it's her uh, documentary piece that the nine minute documentary piece that Savon did back in 2018 and you will in somewhat Julie Park said she yeah. saw she goes she goes I was watching it there while I was in a meeting and she goes and I'm crying it's <laughs> <laughs> so two people have already told me they yeah. saw it and started crying yeah because it's just you get a, an, an incredible sense of what an amazing person she is yeah. and the struggle in her life that she's had to go through Athena is amazing she is she she's she's a rock star I she had yeah. such um presence yeah didn't and, she and and yeah and so brave yeah so kind um and by yeah. the way how well did she move she she's, moved, a, she's an inner athlete like there's an inner athlete in yo, i was gonna say that get her getting up and off the during the demo of the recumbent bike yeah no not the, the uh the road gecko bike i was like yeah. There's an athlete. There's in there. an athlete yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. you could tell. Like, yeah. She moves. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's. Oh yeah, got Andrew Hiller would not no rep her on her squats. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super good. Yeah. So, and she's an L two and trying to get her L three. But that they it just resonated with me. It gave, you know that, I was hesitant on doing that seminar here and closing our gym for a day and our members ended up having a great experience out at the track. But, um. But then a lot of people have come back to me and said that was, you know, the content that completely I shared on it. it was, co and our coaches were yeah, like it's completely blown away. Worth it. So I would encourage anybody, large body athletes, I'm she's going to do them around. She's going to Brazil next. And saw that. It sounded like that that's maybe going to happen. Just there's some logistics oh, as far as like stuff. the, because the, they were going to do like three different affiliates down in Brazil. Well, let me tell you what. So after this one, she's got podcast coverage from yeah. Savon already. She got podcast mm -hmm. coverage from us. And then Savon's producing the documentary piece. Her, I yeah. have a feeling her business is going to, she's going to, she's uh, not going to know what to do. I think we, I think we talked Dave into doing one at the ranch. And we just oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that'd be kind of cool. Yes. Because he would be really into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he, he said, would. He, he would, he would, you know, he is an affiliate affiliate yeah you know in in his heart and i think that he sure is yeah yeah i think i think doing something down there would just be amazing yeah you go to where it kind of where it started so um and if you so you have five locations here you have one in pleasant hill where are the other locations in, uh, in Contra richmond County? right off richmond parkway wow albany downtown berkeley and then oakland wow yeah we're we're the result of a um, we acquired Pleasant Hill. It had gone bankrupt in 2010. We acquired it in 2010. Okay. Um, and then uh, in 2017, we merged. We were the Berkeley, Albany, Pleasant Hill. And then we merged with YMCA, the East Bay. Okay. And you guys operate as a nonprofit. Yep. And do you require, do you, do you, where do you, you get membership income, but then do you have uh, outside donations that come so into the donations, YMCA? yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go pre-pandemic. Okay. I'm so proud of it because we were 30,000 membership units yeah. in five centers is un, is, is good. It's okay. really good. That's awesome. Um, we were a, we were a $73 million organization going into the pandemic. About 47 million was from our youth and mm. branch side, what you're familiar with. Um, and the other, Revenue was from uh, Head Start and early Head Start, federally state funded Head Start. Okay, providing just the most amazing care in the most vulnerable communities. We built a we built a center in East Oakland. It was a shuttered YMCA. We grabbed it during the merger. Um, 
and we uh bill russell actually grew up playing basketball in that ymca can believe it wow um and it is like we renovated it gutted it renovated it and it's like an apple store in the middle of probably the roughest part of oakland on the planet that we have all of these babies coming in every day serving hundreds of families it's so that work is our deep deep mission work under the under our youth umbrella so we have that and we've got the health side um a lot of teen initiatives we have youth in government we also have a camp in the uh in loma mar you know 350 acre camp oh wow that's a resident camp yeah i'm actually um i'm on the board of forging youth resilience and um it's an amazing steve's club remember steve yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so it's an amazing organization and i'm trying to help them find a y camp they want to move up in colorado to move their camp too that's fantastic awesome yeah so we were we were pretty big we you know we went into the pandemic we had a lot of good resources you know it just it just stung and how many people work um, within the YMCA organization, like full-time employees? We had guys, prior to the pandemic, your, prior yeah. to the pandemic, we had 1,700. Okay. We laid off 1,100. Oh, wow. A- April, April, 2020. Oh. Um, it was, you, you never want to do that again. But oh, there, no. there again, our, our CEO, he is, he's action oriented. And then yeah. when the, when the benefits the additional benefits were announced and it was first come first serve. He thought let's put it. He wanted our employees to be at the head of the line. Yeah. So, uh, put, so, so it was, up, yeah, so we, it was we a, went through that with ours. Like, so I wasn't was, sure. Yeah. I told him I could look if you want to. It was the worst decision and it was yeah. the best decision. I asked him, I said, if you want me to fire you, <laughs> let me know Yep. so that they could get, they were right in front. You know, our team was right in front, which was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, but you, you never want to. I don't want to do it again. No. I don't want to close again. I don't want to. No. I think we're the solution to. Well, yeah. we are. I, oh, yeah. We're oh, the yeah. solution to, to, I think to that's, the pandemic. I think I'm, that's been proven I'm to, hopeful, to be the case. Although, I, you know, the amount of denials at the government level about everything that went on is <laughs> unbelievable. I just watched another piece on the, you know, the pandemic responses, you know, in order. Like, if you go down the, like, cleaning you know washing your hands cleaning and wiping mm. down surfaces to ventilation yeah. to masking to all of yeah. those things like there's just almost none of them work ventilation was one that was the highest yeah. yep. and then they looked at the, they looked at all the studies this is a report that came out of uk and they looked at about 400 different studies and and the bulk of the studies were based on modeling and that's so what's not, really unfortunate yeah like yeah. like math modeling yeah but not, no, not actual, no actual practical right. it was no literally it was like it was like less than oh, 10 percent. was it the newcastle thing yeah, yeah. The model, he's like three hundred thousand percent off in terms of deaths it was yeah like, yeah but they kept quoting yeah them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're missing something yeah you're missing something but in it and it affected james but i'm hopeful that i and i think and i think people do recognize like they know now that health and fitness and chronic disease was you know, that the, had the probably the most impact, both positive from a fitness side and then on the negative side, the chronic disease and lack of fitness and health uh, affected. So I think it bodes well for gyms going forward. And that's, if if the government doesn't get the message, certainly the public gets the message. They know yep. well, people know now. Yep. Right? And look at look at what's popular now. We just we did a member survey back in May, but the result it takes a while to compile the results. Number one activity strength training 
Mm-hmm. Yes, that's number right. one activity. Number one. Yes. You know, Ursa's report, same yep. thing. Number one activity, strength training. Like I'm so grateful for that. Me could, too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. And it all age groups. Yeah. It, yeah. It, all age groups, all genders. Yep. It doesn't, it didn't matter. It is strength training. So yes. we we there's there's an opportunity with you know bridging bridging YMCAs and yeah and, and CrossFit. We're really good at we're really good at fixed plane motion machines. You know, yeah. we got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but, but imagine if they wanted to bring weightlifting in, yeah, I'd bring, I bring a U.S. could build a whole progression. I bring a USAWL one or L2 into my Y in a heartbeat. Yeah. Hey, help us out here. You got a pretty good little progression there, you know, kind of starting from some of those Mm -hmm. things to building out that. Yeah. I I was talking with, you know, poor Philip Kelly, man. He's, yeah, he's an enigma. Yeah. And, um, great guy, but he's like, I I said, I love your training videos. It's like, you're going old school. He goes, I need the hyper. He's after hypertrophy. Yeah. Like I gotta, I gotta get weight back. Yeah, you know. But some of those machines, if I could get to some of those ladies out of the water to the machine, to yeah. one of the those machines, machines yeah. let's yep. work on, let's work on some hypertrophy. You know, I'm yes. not gonna put you on a leg extension if you got bad knees. I'm yeah. not gonna do any of that. But right, but you want to build bone density. Yeah, little bone density. You gotta get out of yeah. the pool. Gotta have more yeah. resistance than just yeah. the lack of. Yeah, gravity our CEOs, our CEOs, an old NSCA guy, old pre pre. Mm-hmm. Pre, yeah, pre, pre bad loss, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like nineties, <laughs> right, and eighties when it was kind of cool. When they start in seventy eight, yeah, like that. yeah. Um, and he's like, we got to do. We call it the strong eight. Like if we had these eight machines. Oh just, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. If we just had these eight machines, yes. push pull, it yeah. works. You know? Yeah, yeah. If we had these eight no. machines, just get people started, have some posters up, and I'm like, we got to do that. My hey, I, I, my my brother and I wanted to start a gym back in the early two thousands with. Uh, the stuff that we did in high school, which was the football coach in the weight room, and you go, it was circuit training, yeah, and then with a whistle, and you go, okay, th- thirty seconds on the bench yep. press machine, on the yep. universal machine, yep. then thirty seconds on the pull downs, and thirty seconds, and it was like all the way around the room, and, yep. and they blow the whistle, yeah. but it worked, yeah, it worked brilliantly. Well, the, the only reason I couldn't teach group exercise, I cannot keep a four-step count or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it started in the 80s. Like, hey, we step exercise. There was this thing, and they called it cross-training at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So I would just have people in stations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. If the, the, it was the EMOM before it was an EMOM. I really believe <laughs> that there's 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 two, there's been two amazing times to start a CrossFit gym. And one was back in like 2010 to 2014. Yep. Yep. And the next time is now. Now is there's it's a good is, point. There's they're seeing a focus on strength training. And I, I we do we have women coming in and they're mm-hmm. t- they're wanting to do CrossFit because there are very few places to teach strength training. Yeah. Yep. And that's good. It, uh, man, I love hearing that about the why too. It I it, it, it's it's awesome whether it is the next i think the next 10 years and i'm hopeful like you yep. i'm the optimist i think it's going to be great and i would encourage everybody to do it yeah i think we can be i think we can influence it i um yeah, we can you know our ceo is he's part of the california y alliance um which is a pretty powerful group but we watch policy a lot um we we were behind the berkeley soda tax um you know, I, ho- I hope it was effective. It, it funded mm-hmm. a lot of the tax funded a lot of really health oriented programming in, in the city of Berkeley, which is nice. Um, but, you know, I think everybody just goes to Albany to buy their soda, yeah. you know. So it was, you know, when I, I did talk to Greg about uh, when we saw him a few months ago, I said, uh, you know, what? tell me about the, the warning label. And he said, oh, that warning label. So I wanted the warning label on sodas. He goes, and the more I pushed it, the matter the beverage association got right he said i don't know why he said but i think if a warning label hit 
it would affect all, all of it. Yeah. All the rules are on. All their yeah. games they could play are oh, gone. Yeah. Okay. It's like having a cigarette pack. Yeah. And saying, hey, you sports. Yes. With a big warning label on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, schools are schools going to want to, you know, I, there's not much on LinkedIn. I got, I got yelled at by a school district. That school district that got rid of the CrossFit rig. School district. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, so this, remember, I told you the the. So this teacher had she's an L one and she had. Doing oh, I, yeah, no, she I know. Got she yeah, got yeah, yeah. Who for, owns it? it no, yes. she has, but she CrossFit affiliate in those high school. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. In the school district, shut her down. Yes. So I started finding pictures of all the soda signs oh, on the scoreboards and this yes I, yeah they got taken down <laughs> i don't yeah. know how they got it taken down but i was like okay <laughs> i guess i'm not gonna yeah, go to, it's okay not going to battle with some little school it's okay to have the soda machines in the yeah. school soda machines, yeah yeah, yeah. in gatorade they used to, they used to drive gatorade, soda machines man gatorade started as like a, a real genuine you know sodium sodium supplement sports drink and yep. then it just now it, look at the sugar then coca-cola got a hold yeah. of it bought it and now it's it's Really? Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 It was a real electrolyte drink. Yeah. You know? It was. I, yeah. remember, I remember high school. I remember the only that. way yeah. it tasted good was if you were really, really hot yeah, and tired wanna, and it was really, really you cold. You didn't want to yeah. drink it. No. Yeah, you didn't want to drink it. <laughs> no. no. That was, yeah, it was a go-to. It was like after taking diamond weight. tap, you know. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it really, you know, sugar makes everything yeah. addictive. It's easy to consume those drinks. I think the drinks are the biggest culprit in my just my opinion, just because it's so easy to consume those calories. Yeah, um, and that you know that also are based on high fructose corn syrup, not necessarily actual sugar. Right. So we can get in. That's a whole other. So oh, spend an hour on that one. I think I think it was was it Gary Roberts, the, the killing the fat man at Savon, the the documentary that Savon series that yes. Savon was doing. I remember he was talking about the the one thing that you could do to try to lose weight is just stop drinking calories. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's, yep. that's number one. Yeah. Well, post, so easy post to put Malone, him down. Post Malone. Yeah. He, he did talk about that too. Yeah. That's all he did. Yeah. People thought he had cancer. Yeah. He's like, he lost 80 pounds and man. he said, just yeah, stopped. man, I still, you know, I love him. Yeah. My kids love him. My, son, my daughter has seen him like, and she lives in Utah where he does. Right. Yeah. So she, she runs into him sometimes. So she, uh, all he did was stop drinking soda. He lost 80 pounds. Still drinks, still smokes. Yeah. Lost the, 80 pounds. Just from soda. Just from you, soda. You, you, all of these uh, pumpkin drinks that are out oh, right yeah. now in the, in oh, the Starbucks. So I posted the one from Dunkin' Donuts. It was a pumpkin drink that they make. And the guy How got many grams? Up yeah. is full of it sugar. It was 865 grams of sugar. It's ridiculous. It, it, it are 800, no, I'm sorry, 865 calories. And it was like a half. He goes, That's, it was, it's the equivalent of like a, a half a cup of sugar. Yeah. And there was, he goes, by the way, there's no pumpkin in this thing. Yeah. Right. Zero. Well, that's what's all that's, baked I, bay flavor. That's what's hilarious. Yeah. There's no yeah. pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> there's no spice and there's no pumpkin. And, and it's, and it, yeah. yeah. But it's it, the season. Got to have it. Yeah. But if you want, Ooh, like, if the government wants to take action and enforce legislation, that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, but that, see, that's where that's I a think great medical point. advisory, we had a medical advisory committee for years at the YMCA. That, that went away in the 90s. Really? And they had, they would issue statements, YMCA statements on everything. The decibels of music in oh. YMCAs. Um, sauna temperature, hot tub temperature. Um, our thoughts we on supplementation. yourselves as th authority. Yes. So we I had a like, medical. So I like when that. Amy, yeah. So I, I almost, I really wanted to talk to Amy, but I, there's an opportunity there. Yeah. And it's a, there's opportunities yes. to bridge. 
Yeah, for but sure. I think, you know, is hey, this is our statement on X. And we and we come as a oh. movement together and say, this is it. You know, and then the my we work on alliance issues or my my our CEO, he works on alliance issues usually around youth, family legislation, things like that. Here's our every now and then there's a health one. Gary Lustig, mm-hmm. um yeah, who Greg brought you know, to prominence or mm. brought to CrossFit in like 2017. Yep. He, he's, he's big. He's helped us on a few sugar things. So yeah, he, he, he did that documentary, the bitter truth, which if you haven't yeah. seen it, Google it, the bitter truth, sugar, the bitter truth. It's that's one startling. you yeah. you will freak out for your kids. If you've got kids and you watch that, you'd be like, Oh, good Lord. The processed food yeah. disease. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at who we've brought to the forefront. Tim Noakes. Yep. Yeah, you know people like that. There's a I don't know if the statistic is real, but there's a diabetic amputation every 30 seconds in the United um, States. I don't, I can, don't I can doubt it. it. By the way, going back to the bariatric surgery, that mm-hmm. was that was the interesting thing. After 10 years, there's only a 20 percent success rate. Yeah, 20 percent. After going surgery. through all that, yep. yes. Where they re- literally because it doesn't they, they it doesn't where they keep it the doesn't it doesn't address those underlying root causes that we talked about. Oh, in the tree, in the tree, eighty yeah. percent. I mean, it's the whole concept of the rate. tree was like you have all these roots, right? And unless you like, you can cut all the food in, food out, you know, the to, to lose the weight. But unless you address those root issues, the tree is just going to grow back. The weight just comes right back. The weight comes back. That's uh, born. What was it? The uh, Biggest Loser. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was one yeah, of the examples. Biggest losers. That, yeah. was, that was the first one she gave. And it was because they take away all the environmental, you know, yeah. Yeah. stimulations the, and literally that family, the family, a 100% yeah. failure rate on Biggest Loser. Really? Comes back. It yep. comes up 100%. Was it? Not, I thought it was like 95. Well, ni- oh, I'm sorry. 95. 95%. 95%. 95%. But still, it's, but still, like, so, how many people did they put through? A couple hundred people, right? Well, it's such a shocking. It was so shocking. With, that was within, by the way, ninety five percent. That was within like two years. Yeah, it was a very short period of time. Yeah, it's so sh- it's so shock. That was a shock. Yeah. yeah. Versus, that's right. Hey, come into this environment. You're right. Where healthy habits here are the norm. Mm-hmm. Healthy behaviors here are the norm, and you're in a supportive environment. You know right. that I prefer with that long distant horizon. Yeah, that's, I that's, prefer that than that. You know, hey, I'm gonna lock you. I'm gonna and, go to. I'm gonna go to a canyon ranch in Arizona, fat camp, and right, yeah, and kill myself for two weeks, and no, but then I'm back in my environment. And then you're also messing yourself up more so internally with your hormones and everything else. No, that's and and that's why coming back to what I said earlier, it's you got to get them coming back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. here in the community here at CrossFit. Here at YMCA, yeah. you need to get them within that community because once they're there, then now they're surrounded by people that are like-minded mm-hmm. and then they want to do more. And then they may be like, okay, hey, you know, I've got a water whole house water filter system because I want to take out the, okay, oh, I'm going to do that. Right. And that's where you get, that's where you get all the community supporting you and helping you. And, and we've all started somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what we've got. We to all, realize. Yeah, we yeah. all have a backstory. We all, yeah. we've all started somewhere yep. and we all have, you know, I have body dysmorphia, you know, so I, everybody's got yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and, and, um, but I think coming into these environments, can we make them safe? Are our staff making them safe and welcoming are yeah. our members? Yeah. And I think I've only seen it in CrossFit. I've been in the grungy gyms. I've worked out in some of the roughest gyms on the planet. Um, you know, where you see all the Louis Simmons guys, you know, those, yeah. you know, those types of 
people, but even them, they're welcoming yeah. to a certain degree. And, yeah. You know, you, you put the work in. Yeah, respect I'm, comes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, the respect comes. I'm, I'm going to high five you. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I, I had, I literally had tears running down watching Lisa do that burpee. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. That's, we all wanted to run over there and hug her and high five her. Right. I know. We all did. Yeah. Someone said, oh, someone said, hey, that's the jersey you put on the wall right there. Right. Yeah. This is 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was she was pretty, uh, and that was brave. Yeah, to, to, super to brave do that sure. in front of for oh, sure. boy. You know, a goofball like me standing in the back, yeah. and I was like, that cameras on you, like cameras was... on you. Yep, that was that yeah. was that was brave, and uh, yeah, I, I admired that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I admire that, but I see it a lot in the why. I see these people come in. I'm like, keep coming. I just yeah. I just talk to them. I'm like, keep coming. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like stopping, talk to me work something out yeah you know i've tried the approach thing that you know uh coach glassman talks about all the time oh you approach somebody and give, yeah give them some yeah and i've run thing. into what he's run into um a and pm get gas and i buy yeah. bad coffee because i refuse to pay four dollars <laughs> for black just black coffee and um i'm paying and this guy you could see on the socks or like yeah. a tourniquet on his legs oh. and he had one of those 64 ounce big big gulps yeah and it was like eight o'clock in the morning and um so it's somebody's in at the register and it's him and i and i, I said hey man you know what I'm, my name's mike i'm from the y i said in pleasant hill why don't you you know why don't you come over he's like why i said well you know i think i could i think i could help you and like like greg said he knows why you're saying yeah, you can help yeah. him yeah and he said he said well what, what can you do and i said well you know you you're probably right on the on on the verge of diabetes. I said, you know, get you on a get you on a fitness program, you know, kind of avoid that because I already have it. I already has diabetes. And he just turned around. And was like, right, and it, you I know, I can what, get you. Just stop. You, you know, it's interesting yeah, we can about get that. You, we can help yeah, reverse that. You know, it's interesting about it's possible. That? You know, it's interesting yeah. about that. I I guarantee one hundred percent he doesn't think it's reversible. Right. Yeah. He yeah. thinks of it's like, oh, I got it like I got cancer and it's uncur- yeah. incurable. I, it's, it's, this is now my life. Yeah. And yeah. that's tragic. Yep. It is. But he had the soda. It's yeah. like, you're not like just that. Just that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Isn't like, that crazy? Yeah. So I, I, I want, you know, so we get them in and then we have to create these environments where it's results bias. Yep. Yeah. Yep. With small wins every day. Yeah. Small wins mm-hmm. every day. Yep. yep. Scaling forward. Set, up, set them up with PRs to scale forward. Yep. Scale forward. Scale forward yeah. PRs. Good. The the other statement too, it's it's so funny. I told Kim, she said, uh, "RX isn't a destination." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was that was a, that was great. It's a stimulus, yeah, it's a desired mm-hmm. stimulus. And I was like, "Yep." And, Everybody's and, and of course for me, RX is a is a departure point. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it was like, it's way in the rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah. That's um, good. Well, listen, we've gone um, an hour and thirty. We were for our seven minute podcast. We were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't thank you enough both of yeah. you uh, uh, craig i'm honored I'm uh, honored you're you are what you've done in the crossfit movement it's um you're one of the real ogs of this uh of this movement and you stuck with it i was rooting for you during the pandemic and i'm glad you came out on the other side and i'm really honored to meet you oh uh, man that's uh, the the um I'm, well i mean it's 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 shared and thank you. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate what you guys are doing. I love hearing about um, your mission mm-hmm. and direction. 
Um, it makes me feel good about the YMCA because I, as a kid, spent a lot of time there. So I'm excited. And, it, you know, we could be seeing the return to the YMCAs of of yesteryear. That would yeah, be awesome. That would be great. Yeah. Granted, the um, the family fitness or the fitness, what is that place oh. called? Oh, uh, Lifetime. Lifetime Fitness. Those <laughs> yeah, those yes. are gr- those are great, but they're not the YMCA. Yeah, right. And you're gonna. I think. I think if you had a choice and you could go, you're gonna more. More is gonna be. You're gonna get more out of a, a YMCA in that environment there than you will out of the other. Yeah. And so I. So I sincerely appreciate you in 30 years in the same spot. That's that's. Well, I bounced around. But yeah. Yeah. Tucson, yeah. Uh, San Francisco, Phoenix, yeah. and now. Bayer, but the uh, same mission great. the whole yeah. time that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're they t- like i said i great bosses that really yeah. took chances on me i was a <laughs> i wasn't the i'm not probably not the easiest we saw the picture right. the <laughs> you were that guy. but thank you thank so, you great podcast yeah thanks uh, cheers till next time yep